Hello everyone and welcome to a spontaneous episode of Premier League Podcast. Thank you for everyone that's listened to the last two episodes and if we can get past episode 7 then we're on a roll because most podcasts don't make it to episode 7 and we're already on episode 3. Uh, we're just going to talk a bit about the upcoming weekend and give some awful facts and figures and terrible opinions. I'll pass yeah. it to Seth. As, as we always do, I mean that's that's how we roll here at Premier League Procrastination. Not pe- Premier League Podcast as Hutch incorrectly labelled it at the start but you know it's spontaneous podcast. I mean it's we say it's spontaneous I mean we haven't just sat here for half an hour trying to figure out the uh, microphone levels because we've bought microphones now we're dedicated to the course uh, as we should be but like I say it's yeah we're really enjoying doing this it's just a bit of fun between two mates really uh, and just you know it's just a bit of a place for us to just chat absolute you know garbage which is yeah. great about, about the Premier League and you know it's so yeah I mean it's, it's an exciting game week coming up, I think. Uh, there's a couple of exciting games. Um, the game, we, you know, we, we're both going to talk about the game we're most excited for, so I'll just kick us off. So I've gone with a, a game that has the potential to be, you know, an attacking masterclass or a defensive disaster class, it depends who you ask. Leeds versus Everton at Ellen Road. Obviously, um, there's lots to look forward to in this game. I think the thing I'm most looking forward to is, is seeing the Leeds fans back in a full-packed Ellen Road, which... Obviously, it hasn't happened for going on 17 years. Obviously, they were allowed fans in some capacity at the end of last season, but it wasn't full. But this is the first time Ellen Road is going to be full since March 2020, which I'm really looking forward to. The place is going to be absolutely rocking. It's going to be brilliant, and I can't wait to you know to see the fans on match of the day and to 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 have the atmosphere and see how loud it is. Um, and I think Leeds' first game against United. I mean, they obviously lost 5-1, but. Um, it just showed that they're, you know, they're continuing their tactic of just all-out attack, basically, regardless of the scoreline, which makes it very exciting as opposed to certain teams that just sit back and defend. Everton impressed me during their first game as well against Southampton. I mean, three-one. Um, you know, Southampton's only two chances came from Everton mistakes, so they were pretty solid up to that, uh, and they looked very exciting going forward, which I don't think a lot of people would have suggested happening under Rafa Benitez um, it's actually the first game between Rafa Benitez and Marcelo Bielsa which I was very surprised about I would have thought that you know two great managers would have faced off before but they never have and yeah I'm just interested to see how Everton will line up um, whether they will stick with Gray and Townsend on the wing or whether they will bring in other players you know to to make it a bit more of an attacking game I mean Townsend's a decent player but whether they'll stick to their sort of tactic of pushing the ball out wide and trying to get it into the box not sure. I mean, the way Leeds play, they will allow the sort of space in behind for Richarlison potentially to, to have some balls through. So maybe they'll play more of a, a 4 3 3 with, with ball playing midfielders that are able to exploit the space like United did uh, last last Saturday. But yeah, it, I'm excited to watch this game and see, see how it goes and see how the first battle between two great managers plays out. Yeah, cheers for that. I think it's good that Leeds are playing a team like Everton like you've said it's two very good managers and also I'm glad they're not playing a team like Liverpool or City where they'd probably go out and get absolutely belted 5-0 so it'll be be nice for the Leeds fans because they'll probably get quite a good game they might even get get three points from it it'll be a high scoring game I think I can't see defence coming out on top I've gone quite alternative for my game I think the most exciting game is going to be Brighton-Watford and even as a Watford fan, I don't think that Brighton Watford's going to be the most exciting game. So uh, I'm interested to hear why. So my whole reasoning behind this is that the last time these guys have met has been fairly appalling. 
I mean, <laughs> their key stats um, are basically that well, both teams are going to want to be winning back-to-back Premier League starts. Well, there's a lot to fight for there because neither of them have actually really done that in quite a long while. Uh, I, I like Brighton's Watford, play. Watford won four in a row in 2019. At the yeah, start of the season, 2019, but... yeah. Got relegated <laughs> the year after, though. Yeah, that's true. You so, don't need to rub it in. You don't yeah. need to rub it in. Mate. I think it was 2018, actually. But... Oh, exactly. That will do. There we'll go. Still didn't finish in the top seven, though, did you? Yeah, exactly. No you European the Cup final, did you, though, mate? <laughs> nah, should have. Should have, though. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking yeah. about that. Yeah, we were both at that game, weren't we? I was in the game. I you was in the pub. No, no you're, you're, a, plastic, you're a plastic fan. That's why. Okay. Yeah, mate. That's why. That's yeah, why. You're a plastic fan. Anyway, bit, bit Brighton. Banter, bit of banter. Yeah. Right. Shut up. Anyway. Right. So Brighton Watford <laughs> are going to be. It's going to be the most exciting game in my opinion because Watford came out all attacking in their first game and Brighton managed to pull back to a win against Burnley, which is quite quite impressive, I think, because Burnley are the most shit house, rubbish, defensively minded team on the planet. I think it's going to be two teams that are going to go straight at each other. I'm excited to see what Watford can do because they keep bringing in players, and I'm really excited. For their squad, Josh King's back. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> You're the only person I think that's excited about that, mate. <laughs> no, I don't think he'll start, but he's definitely got uh, a chance off the bench to prove himself. I mean, Ishmael Sar. Yeah, I reckon that is it. We give it. We'll give it a good go. Um, unfortunately, Kuka is injured. Um, he was an absolute stalwart in the field in the in the first game, but. We're going to bring in Lozaf for his uh, Premier League debut, which will be exciting to see how he performs. Um, I think we'll stick with the same front three. Lots of fans calling for Kuko Hernandez to start, but I think he's better off the bench. Why would you change a winning for- formula? You know, I think we'll be forced into one change, but I'm excited to see. I mean, I haven't been excited about an away trip to Brighton. The last time it was an away trip to Brighton was just before the pandemic, and uh, Adrian Mariapa scored an absolutely spectacular own goal. And it was, I mean, I think the last three or four. You know, trips to Brighton have been draws, and I'm hoping we can turn. Oh, they have. Into, into your, your last 13 league meetings have been six draws. Brighton have yeah. only won three times, and you've won four. So that's why I think it's been a good game because it's always seems to be quite evenly matched. Uh, yeah, they it, are pretty even teams, aren't they? So yeah. it's exciting. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's on TV. It's on Sky as well. So that'll be good. I mean, yeah, people will be see watching. how long they see how long before they uh, bring up the managers. How many managers we've had in the last. But no, I'm looking. I mean, it will be an exciting game. I don't think it'll be quite as exciting as Leeds Everton, though. That's what I'm saying. No, but, um, yeah, if you say so. Rogue choice from from Tom there, but I like it. I like the the support for Watford on the pod. Uh, not just from me. Not just from me. Yeah, the player that I think is going to be best this whole weekend is uh, Leon Bailey. I think he's going to be really exciting oh, really? for Aston Villa. Yeah, because when he came on in the 70th minute uh, in their last game against Wat- Watford, he changed the game for them. He really did. And Aston Villa have never really had much pace going forward. They've always been quite a slow team. And their squad depth is finally very, very nice. And he's obviously going to start today. They won't be playing Ashley, not today. Yeah, it is today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it will start today. And uh, Ashley Young definitely won't be. He might start a left back, but surely they play Matt Target again. Uh, I'm not I think, sure. I think he's he's probably mentally scarred, got PTSD after that first half. I know. He's probably against Ismail Yassar. And then he probably went to bed after that game realised he's going to be up against St Maximum the week after oh, so not it's not really any better is it poor guy no. but yeah I'm excited for I'm excited for Leon Bailey to come in and hopefully inject some pace into that Villa squad and Newcastle seem like they want to attack that's only the first yeah. game of the season mind and the first game of the season is always a bit like that because um, the squad hasn't settled the first five games are all still pre-season but yeah I haven't got much stats on him because of course he hasn't really played in the Premier League 
Um, but from what, when he came on, he came on, got an assist. What more could you ask? Yeah, from your winger coming he off did the bench? look good. He did. Uh, he did worry me as a Watford fan. He he did look like he's that type of player that can make something happen, which is what you want from your new signing. I think um, he'll be the sign of the season. I think bringing him him really? in to play at le- that left wing, big shoes to fill. I think he can do it. Why not? Yeah, he has. He's. Um, I'm excited. I mean, there was a there's links a few years ago that he, he's a, he's Jamaican that there were links that he should that he could transfer his allegiance to England and that he should be starting for England. I mean, how times have changed since then when he was playing for Leverkusen. But you know that just shows his his potential quality and and hopefully he, he can prove it. I'm going with a new sign as well for the the player of the weekend for me the most exciting player to look out for. I mean, it's a, it's an obvious answer. Uh, Romelu Lukaku on his return to the Premier League. Um, He's obviously done bits in Italy. He he led into Milan to the title. His goals were key in that in that title charge of victory. He has an an excellent Premier League record. I've got it here. He's played just over two hundred and fifty games, one hundred and thirteen goals, thirty five assists. So, you know, that's pretty much in sixty percent of the games he plays, he contributes a goal, which is a brilliant stat. And you know, Chelsea will be hoping that he can improve that. Obviously, move back to Chelsea. Um, and I'm looking forward to him proving the doubters wrong. I mean, obviously there were lots of rumours in his last stint in the Premier League when he was at Man United that his game wasn't suited to the Premier League. Um, and I can see why people said that. I mean, there was all those jokes about his first touch. But I think he's gone away to Italy. He's improved his game. He's come back, obviously, a huge money signing. But, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea's squad with a world-class striker like Lukaku is is a dangerous prospect for any team that has to play them. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Big Rom rock back up to Premier League and, and you know score some amazing goals and you know a front three of Mount Havertz and Lukaku is is you know very aesthetically pleasing, isn't it? Can't wait to see it. Um, I'm definitely going to avoid a few games this weekend though. Um, the one I'd recommend to avoid is a uh, is Man City Norwich, despite Norwich beating Man City two seasons ago. Can't see the the result going that way again um, the game is already decided they might as well just rock up tomorrow shake uh, or today sorry three o'clock kickoff for Man City which is which is very surprising I don't think they've had a three o'clock kickoff at all last season but they might as well just rock up today shake hands and say right we're just going to forfeit the game because Norwich are not going to be able to get a foot in this game City's quality you know their squad is almost worth a billion pounds and their bench is stronger than Norwich's starting lineup. Um which is, you know, it's nothing wrong with Norwich. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them this season, but, you know, games like this away at City, it's basically a free hit, as everyone says, it's cliche, but they don't have to win these type of games, and, and they won't. They'll attempt to put up a fight, but I think they'll concede early, so I'd just avoid that game and, and do something else with your Saturday afternoon, in my in my opinion. I wouldn't say Saturday morning's any better either. I think Liverpool-Burnley's one to avoid. A great start, lucky BT Sport for managing to get the rights to that amazing, beautiful game that's going to be Liverpool-Burnley. Yeah. I can think of anything worse. I think that Liverpool will just be all over Burnley all game. Burnley will probably score some absolute shithouse goal in the 85th minute. It'll be a bend-me header in the box and they'll win 1-0 or something stupid like that. No, I'm joking. Oh, Liverpool will smash them, uh, absolutely rip them apart. That's what I'm hoping anyway. I think Mane and Salah down the middle. Hopefully they play Jota. I think Jota will suit this game a bit more. Maybe they'll play all four. They'll probably play Firmino and Jota. We can hope anyway. The lineup be announced soon. Uh, yeah, yeah I think that's 11, isn't it? yeah, I think that's one to avoid, and hopefully Liverpool will win. Um, but I just don't. I just see it being very one-sided, 
and it's too early in the morning to be just just twelve thirty is too early. Yeah, but especially as a student. That, that infamous that infamous line is never back the early kickoff in a bet. So maybe we could have uh, like you said a bit of a shithousery win for for the Clarets, but I can't see it happening whatsoever. Yeah, no, um, I can't see it. I don't even have BT Sport, uh, so you know I'm just gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do anything than watch Liverpool Burnley. I mean. I don't. It does seem as if we've got some top six bias here. I mean, just but you know, it's not that. I just, I just don't want to see Liverpool play Burnley. I'd probably watch Burnley Norwich. That would probably be a more exciting game than these two games that we've uh, told you to avoid. I mean, don't listen to us. We have no legal authority. You can do whatever you want, but just a bit of recommendation on the on the point. And like you said, it's early. You know, you're you know, if you're a student listening to this, I expect you to be hung over on a Saturday morning, not getting up eager to watch Liverpool Burnley. But, exactly. Uh, there we go. There we go. All right. We, well, I don't know why we're doing this because me and Tom are shite at, fan, at fantasy football. But uh, absolutely awful. We decided to go for a fantasy pick of the weekend just to you know add a bit of spice to this podcast. Um, I actually did a bit of research for this, whereas I think Tom literally googled most chosen player. But uh, we'll move on. <laughs> I didn't um, even do that, mate. <laughs> I've uh, I've gone for Richarlison. Obviously, it pains me to say that I used to play for Watford, but we I, I'm I'm a bit over it now. Um, Everton's game this week away at Leeds, you know, it promises goals, and uh, this man, you know, obviously there was a few eyebrows raised when he did move to Everton, but he's definitely proven his price tag. I think he's the star man. Um, you know, his finishing has greatly improved since he, you know, had that incredible three months at Watford at the start of the season, then didn't score uh, for the rest of the season, but you know. Score, you know, he's in incredible form. Obviously, he, he was instrumental in in Brazil's Olympic gold medal win, um, and he's got a good run of games as well. It isn't just for this week, I'd say. I think you know, in the next in the next five games, they're playing teams outside the top six, and then uh, they're only playing three teams in the next ten games that you know are considered in the top six. So Richarlison could start the season very strongly, and I think you definitely should get him in. You know. He's got the number one rating for influence on the Premier League fantasy game as well, um, and his price could rise, which you know could could also be a bit of an investment because obviously he's playing teams that their defence won't be as strong as as you know teams that are able to spend hundreds of millions of pounds on their defence. Um, obviously, he got a goal and assist against Southampton as well at Goodison, so he's in a good run of form. So, yeah, that's my pick of the weekend, and I'm I'm contemplating captaining him actually, but I think I'm going to sit with Salah because, like we said. Liverpool will probably get a bucket load of goals against Burnley. So, I think so, that yeah. you're you're pretty right going with an Everton player. And if I was a small listener to this, I would partner him with Dominic Calvert Lewin. That would be my pick. I agree. Right. I, I was actually looking at the, the just what you were on about just then. I was literally looking at the fixtures and thinking Everton's got quite a nice run, and the amount of crosses that Benitez's side is going to be thrown into that box, it's it's going to be quite deadly. And like you said. Richardson is probably going to get a lot of assists, probably quite a few goals. But I think Calvert Lewin is going to score on the regular every week. I think he'll be at least sort of seven points, eight points every week. Would you go for both players from Everton? Is that a bit of a risk? Yeah, I would never go for both. Right. Uh, I, I like having a spread of players. But yeah, I think Calvert Lewin is going to get put in my squad. I think Raul Jimenez is going to get removed until we sign some players that can suit the attacking formation that Bruno Large is going to do. Yeah. Um, and I think I think I'm going to put Calvert Lewin in this week. Oh, I fancy You've it. Got to do that. Yeah, especially against a high mate. line. I know, yeah. Especially against yeah. the high line of Leeds, they play a high line, and Calvert Lewin likes the early crosses into the box, which just suits. 
All right, mate. Well, why don't we both do this? Why don't we both put our money where our mouth is? And why don't we both captain? I'll captain Richardson, you captain DCL, and then uh, we'll see who gets the most points. Yeah, let's do it. All right, yeah, I'm down for do that. Yeah, let's do that then. And let's it'll be me, it. so it'll be fine. Will it? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't really want Everton to... I don't like Everton, the brother's team, but uh, I can ex- accept uh, Richarlison's going a couple of guys against Leeds if it means that I can move my way up the uh, the Premier League procrastination fantasy league, which you can join. Its link is in our... Uh, Instagram bio we'll put it on Twitter out later today as well so get involved with it it's just a bit of fun you know it's it's nice to have a, a spread of fantasy leagues isn't it just to see how you're getting on you know I always lose to my mates but I can join a league and beat some guy that gives up in November and it makes me feel a little bit better about myself yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so, yeah um, like I said just going to be a bit it's a bit of a shorter podcast today so mm-hmm. we're just going to run through this game's this week's games we're just going to give a fact about each game and we'll probably do a cheeky prediction as well and then we can see uh see how wrong we were on a Tuesday when we record another pod midweek um, so obviously first game lunchtime kickoff is Liverpool-Burnley um, obviously at Anfield Burnley's win at Anfield last season ended the Reds 68 match unbeaten run at home I can't see it happening again um, I'm going to go 4-0 to Liverpool what about you Tom? I reckon 3-0 Liverpool 3-0 Liverpool alright uh, Villa-Newcastle into the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Um, not very happy hunting ground is Villa Park for Newcastle they haven't scored in the last four Premier League visits there uh, run lasting back to September 2013 um, I think they will get a goal today but I think Villa are going to edge this one 2-1 yeah I don't think there'll be a goal for Newcastle I think no, 2-0 I think 2-0 Villa. Palace Brentford has the potential to be quite an exciting game actually obviously looking forward to see our Brentford play away from home um it's the first team, the two, first time two teams are playing since 1977. Um, Palace won 5-1 that day in the League Cup. Uh, and they haven't played in the league since 1964, before my dad was born. Uh, and Palace won that one, one nil in the in the odd third division. I'm back in Brentford. I'm going 1-0 Brentford. I yeah, I've got enough. I think Brentford will smash Palace to pieces. I think it'll be 2-0, 3-0. I, yeah. I, I, I do think that that stat you, can, you pulled out of your ass about um, teams not meeting in the Premier League when it comes to Brentford is going to be a common occurrence. Well, it's not even the in the season. Premier League. It's I think they've just spent a ridiculous amount of time in in the lower leagues of English football. I mean, I think it was two thousand and nine. I saw that they were in League Two. They were playing yeah. away to teams like Exeter, and, and then they've only been in the Championship time. for what was it four or five years I before know. getting well, promoted? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it is a bit of a rag to riches story, and I'm all for it. I mean, I'm just pleased to see that it's not Bournemouth anymore that are getting all the all the love from all the media about their rags to riches story, but. Um, Moving on, another team that's come up from the Championship recently, my pick for game of the weekend, uh, Leeds versus Everton. Uh, Everton have not lost their opening away fixture in the Premier League since 2010, when they lost uh, Black- Blackburn Rovers, which obviously shows how old, how long ago that was in 2010, 11 years ago. Uh, I'm going to go free all for this game. I think it's going to be an absolute goal fest. Yeah. Charles and Hattrick. Oh, I reckon it'll be, I reckon it'll be like th- a 3-2 to uh, Leeds I think that the home crowd is going to see them through but Calvert-Lewin's going to score two goals and I'm going to make him captain so it's going to be all be worth it yeah beautiful sounds wonderful and the last game on my half the draw uh, City Norwich uh, neither team seemingly wants to win at the moment Pep has lost three games in his ro- in the row for his career and he's looking to avoid his first ever four game losing streak uh, and Norwich haven't won in the Premier League uh, they're on an 11 game losing streak um, I'm going to go 2-0 City I think it's going to be the most boring game of the weekend as I said yeah I, I agree maybe maybe I think 2-0 is probably a bit nice on Norwich I think it might be 3-0 yeah 
but it won't be fun. Yeah. It will just be three spaced out goals, and they'll all be soft goals, and none yeah. of them will be great. Uh, and then just yeah. yeah, City are going to have the ball, and Grealish is going to fall over all the time. It's going to be great fun. Uh, right, so on to what I think is going to be the best game of the weekend, Brian Watford. Uh, I mean, last time, well, not the last time they travelled there, but in 2015, when Watford travelled there in search of three big points, um, they did. Troy Deeney, I don't know if you remember it, Seth. Troy Deeney, yeah, Matavidra. And that was it, yeah. What an important victory. And promotion yeah, was confirmed in that, that afternoon, wasn't it? I think it all the players were on the bus. Yeah. All video. celebrating. Brilliant video. That's... Uh... That was, yeah, when I was a young Watford fan, I think I was, um, I, I wasn't at the game obviously because I live in North End, but uh, yeah, I remember I was in, I think I was in town, and uh, I remember seeing the result, and obviously results needed to go our way, and uh, they did, and it was incredible. First time the Premier League since 2006, and then we, uh, yeah, so it was brilliant, and I'm, I'm back in, I'm back in Watford here. I think two one to the Golden Boys. Yeah, I think so as well. I reckon it'll be a two one, two one or a three one to Watford. I can't really? see it going any other way. That'd be brilliant. That'd be a brilliant Saturday afternoon for me on the beers, watching the Watford win. Uh, emphatically, would be excellent. Yeah. It's, all, it's, all I ask, it's all I ask for in life. Exactly. I think uh, Southampton, Man U. I mean, the last time those two met, Man U won 9 0. Wow. Uh, Great. So start. it's a pretty insane stat. Uh, I think they'll go one better. I think they'll win 10 0. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna predict Southampton to win two one. So that shows why. How how are how are Southampton ever gonna beat Man U? Oh well, I don't know. Man U have a funny trend of looking very good and then losing their next game to the team they should win. But so I'm. I mean, I could have egg on my face. I mean, I think I'm just saying it to be difficult, mate. To be honest, I mean, they have Armstrong. signed. They have signed, or they're they're about to sign a Brazilian centre back, aren't they? Uh, Southampton, so which is Are well they? needed, but I, I don't, I don't know. I just think they, they haven't got it in them. I just think their well, squad's too rubbish, really. They obviously have no pull as well because Gary Cahill's gone off to Bournemouth, so obviously he obviously didn't want to play in the Premier League for Southampton, which tells you what you need to know about <laughs> Southampton at the moment. Exactly. Go to Bournemouth, which I really understand, but no, I mean, it, I mean, if it's ten 0 mate, I will. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll wear a wolf shirt. I'll buy a wolf shirt and get my name on the back. All right, sounds good to me. We'll, we'll, we'll see you wearing that then next episode. <laughs> uh, Wolves Spurs. I mean, I'd have put this if I wasn't a Vars Wolves fan. I'd have put this as the most exciting game of the weekend. Nuno on his return to the Molyneux. Is he going to get booed? Is he going to get cheered? I bloody hope he gets booed. I'm telling you, I'll be booing him. Why go. not? Yeah, I am. I'm going to be there. And why would you ever cheer for a manager who's going to come back with the intent to ruin your day? Yeah. If he was, he's true. not coming back to see old work colleagues, is he? He's coming back. <laughs> To, to beat Wolves a, yeah for a hot dog outside the stadium is he to, yeah. to catch up with he might lights. get a clap he might get a clap uh, but that's as much as he's going to get we're going to be singing Bruno Large's name we're going to change all the all of the words in Nuno songs to Bruno and uh, it's gonna... actually very convenient isn't it that it you was for a magical Nuno it was the sweetest Bruno. transfer of chance ever we've ever ever had and we've even changed the words to like four at the back and things like this Wow. Uh, so, Wolves yeah. fans are, are quick on the wit. I know seems. we are. We're very I mean, clever. Considering that Wolves fans can't actually count to four. I know, uh, and we have the <laughs> we we no, we can count to no, we can count to six because everyone has oh, six yeah, fingers. fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it will. I I can even tell you what's going to happen in this game. I mean, there's always been quite a few goals. Uh, there's been 14 games, and there's been. I'm trying to do some quick maths here. I think it's 48 goals. Wow, so it should be, so, uh, should be a goal. Yeah. Not, not a lot of clean sheets. 
five clean sheets in total between the two of them. Three one to Spurs. I think. I think. Obviously, that, that, I mean, can we just take a moment to laugh at Spurs for losing in the Europa Conference League to Pacos de Ferreira? I think they lost because they don't want to be in there. Oh, I'm not gonna no. lie. I think that was a purposeful loss. They didn't actually play a very good squad at all that day. Harry Winks played. That's what you need to know. Exactly. And if he's your best player on the pitch, you're definitely yeah. going to lose. Doesn't matter. So you I, play. I think Spurs will bounce back. I think uh, Nuno will uh, have a happy return tomorrow. It's going to be three-one to the Spurs. Yeah. All right. I hope you don't sleep well tonight. Right. Arsenal, Chelsea. Um, What's your prediction for that game, mate? Oh God. Well, I just think that it's going to be probably the most funny game of the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I look at their past games and there's not been a fat lot going on, really. And you look at the Arsenal's form in their last five games, they haven't actually won a game. Uh, that's off the back of last season. And all of their pre are awful. All their friendlies, just loss, 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 loss. And then you look at Chelsea, well, they haven't lost a game. And of all the money they've spent, they're just going to put Arsenal to the sword and they're going to show them what signing world-class players can do and maybe Arsenal will take a leaf from their book next year and sign some players but I think it will be like 3-0 Chelsea 4-0 Chelsea I mean Arsenal have signed some players they've spent the most money in the transfer market to make one change to Ben White coming in at the centre-back well, that's what I mean so, you're, you're chatting this but are any of these players world-class no none of them are I'm they're saying all... they're world-class mate I don't believe they are of course they're not Ben White and Aaron Ramsdale are not world-class players and anyone thinks they are needs to get their head checked. I think that Chelsea are going to put them sword. I think it's going to be 4-0. Well, no, I was asking for your prediction for the Spurs game, mate. Come on. Oh, my prediction for the Spurs game? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't I don't care. I'll pro- my prediction is I'll come away crying, probably, from the really? ground. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we'll lose. I, I hope. I just, I just hope we put, put a performance in. As long as we put a performance in and lose yeah. to Spurs, well, there you yeah, go. I can't, I can't see Arsenal putting a performance in either against Chelsea, though, and that's why I've gone for it. I think it's going to be an absolute drubbing. I think Arteta might be out at the end of the game. Uh, Leicester West Ham. Well, yeah, exciting game. Looking forward to that one. Monday yeah, football. I think it'll be quite Cheer. an open game. I think it'll be quite yeah. an open game, and we'll we have a bit of Monday night. It's an excuse to have a couple of beers, watch some footy. Yeah, uh, I'm, like, yeah I'm excited. As well. Yeah, I think um, obviously West Ham. Four goals in their opening game. Antonio looking looking solid. Leicester as well. You know, came. You know, they they betted Wolves in a bit of a physical affair. So, I think this will be a draw, but I think it will be a two all. Yeah, I reckon two all. I, I could I could I could see that Leicester take it at the end. I, I just think their squad's just borderline perfect. Really, they've got a great centre back pairing coming back. They've got. That's a- that's a huge claim. It's borderline perfect. I think their squad's brilliant. I think for for a club that doesn't have absolutely loads and loads of money, their squad is just unreal. Players like Tielemans in midfield and Didi, well, they could play for anyone in my opinion. And Vardy, probably one of the best strikers in the league up front. Yeah, he's he, he you know he keeps on proving the doubters wrong. Everyone's sort of saying, oh, it's a season he'll wind down. I heard on a preview, and I was like, mate, what are you on about? Obviously, scores scores a brilliant goal in the first game. So yeah, I think he'll get another one. I think yeah, two all. So yeah. he's thirty-four years old, but he's going to keep scoring. And with creative yeah. players around him like James Madison, Harvey Barnes. Oh yeah, he's still got that pace on him, which is ridiculous. He's so quick. I think once what his legs think... go, it will be a yeah, different story. Yeah. But what do you think this score's going to be then, mate? I reckon. Well, you said two-two. I think that's pretty fair. I think there'll be a lot of goals. I yeah. think West Ham. West Ham are a good team. They are a good team. They've got. They've they've scouted well the last couple of years. I think. I think they'll do fine against Leicester. I think it'll be two-two. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's it then. That's a quick little pod. How long have we been going for, mate? 
Less than half an hour, so we've smashed it. Less than it. half an hour, brilliant. Yeah, so this is just something quick to listen to whilst you're on the train on the way to the away day, maybe. If you're uh, meeting your mates at the ground, just pop us on on the train and, and yeah, just give us a quick listen. And yeah, cheers for making it this far as well. It means it actually does mean a lot that you've actually listened to us waffle. Uh, for <laughs> and that was good fun, good fun on Saturday morning, just gives us something to do. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Tom is so dedicated, his girlfriend is sat being told to be as quiet as he can on the, on his bed. So, yeah, exactly. That's the dedication we go to here. Yeah. Any procrastination, but we're not actually procrastinating anything at the moment. Obviously, that will uh, change when we're at uni, and uh, I'm putting on right my disc instead of uh, going into in-depth analysis of why Brighton's right back came up against Villa's left wing wrong, which is what, <laughs> I'm, what I'm looking forward to here at Premier League procrastination. So yeah, exactly. I spend most of my working day sifting through the transfer market on Twitter. I can't lie, instead yeah, of actually doing us, any of my jobs. Definitely give us a follow on. T- Twitter uh, at Prem Procrast. We'll put that in the in the description. We're trying to you know get get out there on the Twitter. Try, so yeah, if you could like the tweets and, and you comment your thoughts as well, that'd be amazing. Just so we can build up a bit of an audience on there and and yeah, just. But like I said, it doesn't really matter if you don't because one, we can't tell you what to do, but also we just do this for ourselves. A bit of fun on a Saturday. So yeah, enjoy the football this week. Great one. Yeah, everyone have fun. Um, yeah, and I hope that all your teams lose if you're listening to yeah. this. Yeah, uh, and up the wolves. Yeah, and um, I'm walking till I die, and and that's that's the pod. Cheers. See you next week. See you next week.